No Ketchup Chicago. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick on the line. The Last Dance recaps episode three and four. We're breaking them down. Just finished. It just just went off 30 minutes ago. I watched a little SVP with Wilbon and uh, Jackie McMullen for some extra commentary, but it just finished. We're about to bring it to you hot off the top. Our thoughts, feelings on episode three and four. Big Nick the Quick, what's going on? Man, what's the business? How you feeling? Man, I feel good. It's uh, yeah. it's uh, another great end to a Sunday night. Absolutely. The Rodman episode, at least to start, I thought I would get more Rodman, to be honest. It, it, really? It started off all Rod, and then yeah. it tailed off, and then it just went back to, you know, the, the overall story. I thought we were going to get a little more on Rodman, but it was still great. So, you know what I realized? I think that they shot Rodman's interviews and the Rodman for 30 for 30 at the same time. Yeah. So what I think they did is they just left some stuff off his 30 for 30. Like, they didn't talk about this Vegas trip at all in his 30 for 30. Like, they left that for this. So I think that's why you couldn't get, like, a full straight hour of Rodman because they literally just did a 30 for 30 on him six months ago. Yeah, I know. That's true. So I think, I think that's kind of what it was. But they clearly left some stuff out. You know what I'm saying? Some of the best stuff they left out from his 30 for 30 to put into this. So. I see where you're coming from, but at the same time, it's like they're not going to give us another hour on Robin when they just gave us two. But I thought it was great. I didn't know about the Vegas thing. That's one of those things that, you know, obviously we'll talk about a little more. But in 2020, could you imagine? Um, Just crazy, crazy episode. But, yeah, shout out Robin, though, man. Obviously, he was a specimen. Like Mike said, he came back ready. You know, um, I love the clips of Robin when they're showing him he's in the gym working out, but he's like in pajama pants. Like, I think that that just like embodies Robin, like hard worker, always in shape. They always talked about how good a shape he was in, um, but obviously just kind of live life on his own terms. Right. Yeah. He's just, yeah. hundred percent. He was just a head case. Yeah. At the end of the well, day. It just did his own thing. It's got to be a head case. Yeah. He's a head case. Individual. He's an he, individual. No, 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 no. He's a head case. He's a different <laughs> guy. He's a head case. Let's be, let's be, let's be serious though. He's a head case. Uh, he come on. mentally, yeah. mentally, he has, he has trouble. This is just the yeah. facts. Sure. Like he has acceptance issues and that shit's deep rooted from his parents and all that stuff. It's obvious. Yeah. He, maybe a head case is a little harsh, but I mean, that's what it is. The whole thing with Chuck Daly, he was good. Chuck leaves. He's inconsolable. He's in the parking lot with a rifle. You know what I mean? Like, he's a definition of a head case. He's all over the place. But when he was locked in, he was locked in. When he wasn't, he wasn't. Right. I guess he was just locked in. Whatever he wanted to do, that's, he was, that's what he was locked in on. Yeah, I mean, he knew it. If he, he wanted he to go to turn do. up, then that was that's that's what I was locked that in was on. Just, yeah, I think it's kind of crazy. And one thing that you know, I don't I don't think they fully explained in the documentary is how old Rodman was by the time he got to the Bulls. Like I think he was one of the oldest starters in the NBA. Like he was 35, 36, 37 years old by the time he got to the Bulls. So um, it's not yeah, like this was a young that's man. That's understated. Like, he was getting it in, and he was in his mid to late 30s. Like remember that bad boys Pistons? That was in the late 80s. And Robin had been in the league for a few years by the time he was, you know what I'm saying, three, four years by the time they won their championship. 
So this was not a young man by the time he got to the Bulls at all, and he was still getting it in. And I think he came in the league late, right? He started basketball late. So shout out Robin, man. Hey, they don't they don't make him like that anymore. I'll put it that way. They definitely he's they, a, <laughs> they he's just don't a, make him like that. He's a different guy, bro. Like he's walking through the stadium with a Miller light. Like, yeah, like just shout out Robin. No, he's just the true they don't make <laughs> him like that because Everyone is just more conscious. He just—he truly didn't give a fuck, and he told you. No, didn't give a fuck. Like I don't care what y'all think. I don't care what the press thinks. I don't—I don't care about none of that. Y'all don't understand me. You don't know Dennis. You don't know who Dennis Rodman is. Y'all, y'all write, y'all talk, but like you don't know Dennis, and that's why they don't make up like that anymore. Hundred percent. Like he—he he was just different. Um, yeah, people care. People care too much nowadays. For sure. And to nowadays, talk- nowadays your version of Dennis Rodman is Draymond Green going on a press tour during quarantine, talking about all of his former teammates and players that played thirty years ago. Facts. To go back to the Vegas story, I that was the first I'd heard of that as well. <clears throat> and when they brought that up, I was kind of shocked by that. Shocked to the point where I guess I didn't know about it. And that had never really come out, and I mean, it, it, it was like one of those things where Will Bonnet mentioned after on Sports Center that you know people knew that story, but they couldn't really talk about it. it. It's it's wild that that didn't come out and was like a big story years later or a but couple they years say, later. Where'd they say he was? <laughs> yeah, that's you know, a good like, question. Where, like, what, what what was the reason for him not showing up to games? It was in the middle of the year. Yeah, like. Yeah, I guess he's hurt, or I don't know. Yeah, but like he's not—he wasn't even showing, he wasn't even on the bench. Like, weren't people seeing him out in the street? Like, yo, Dennis, like Bulls are on. Yeah, but I don't think word traveled like that back then. I, I think I, that I can I can understand why it wasn't like a national story because you're not dealing with the cell phone cameras, you're not dealing with social media, you're not dealing with blogs. Like, word would have to get back to a mainstream news outlet. You know what I mean? And like, what are the chances of that happening fast enough for it to? matter or you know for what people I mean? to even care that much. yeah realistically he's gone <laughs> for four or five he's gone for four or five days you know what i mean it's not like he was gone for a month um so and back then even though it's not that long ago but back then shit wasn't moving around that fast but it's just crazy that in general it just happened you know in the middle of a year in the middle of a championship run your third most important player is like i, I need a break <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm just not gonna be able to do it. And not only do I need a break, I don't need. I don't need to like go home and rest. Like, no, I need to go to Vegas. Like, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Not a break. I need to like, go to Vegas to get my mind right. I need, <laughs> not like, yeah, you're right. I don't need to go home and get some sleep and spend time with my family. Like, nah, nah. nah. I need to nah. go out and turn nah. up and let loose because y'all, Listen, this shit nah. is too I too rigorous to, out here. I need to find myself at the craps. T- I think, um, and it was funny how I thought it was great how Mike put it into context. Like, okay, I came to Dennis like, yo, I need you. I'm going to lean on you here. And after I talked to him about that, he was locked in. But then when Scotty came back, you know, he had been a model citizen for this and this and this amount of time that he just couldn't do it anymore and, like, needed to go. Like, Mike Mike understood what was going on. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's also because Mike was a wild-ass dude in the offseason. Not even the offseason. Shit, end season, too. Mike was just... 
you know, dedicated a different type of way. But he even said it when Dennis came back, like he was in phenomenal shape. Like that was the shit. Again, I always heard about Dennis Robin was that dude was wild. But remember Gar- when Garnett was on his press tour, he was talking about it. One time he played the Bulls when he was a rookie. And after the game, Dennis Rodman is on the bike in combat boots. You know what I mean? Like running on the treadmill, doing the bike, like getting a full workout in. And like Rodman's like workout um, regimen was legendary. But dude was just, like you said, he was just on some other shit. But that did make me think of something. Is there any current player, or actually I should rephrase this. What current player, if you had to pick one, could you possibly imagine saying in the middle of the season, I need to leave and go to Vegas for four days. Or even if it didn't even come out publicly, let's say they give a completely different reason. What what NBA player currently right now could you see that happening with? Is there such a character? Absolutely not. Who's the closest? Uh, I couldn't even think of anybody. I'm like, trying like, to... I, I, is there anybody that wild? Like, we know, like, yo, my man's is wild. Like, maybe JR in his heyday? <laughs> like, okay, I can't think of anybody. I'm trying to think. Let me see. Um, someone that has just the 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 off the rails personality off the top of my like head. I can't really off the rails. Like off the yeah, it would have to be like our test back in the day. But like yeah, our test would, I think would like definitely that might have been be like one. the last dude who was like clearly like way off like some of some other shit. Maybe Stack Jack at some point. Stack, yeah, Zebo. Nah, because Zebo nah, didn't Z-Bow, really do shit to yeah, the detriment nah. of the team. Like, <laughs> yeah, Zebo nah. was, like, known as, like, a good-ass dude, but he didn't really he didn't really fuck with the team like that. Like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, dude, that's such a wild thing to happen in the middle of a championship. You're, you're not on a garbage squad. Yeah. You feel me? No, you're on, you're on, a, the, you're on a, the... a two-time champion, <laughs> champion team. <laughs> Yo, when, um, when he was walking in the tunnel, this is post-game. They showed this. They showed a clip of him drinking a Miller Lite on two different occasions, but yeah. one was after after the game. He's walking in the tunnel, talking to the media, drinking a Miller Lite after the game, and he goes on to say how yeah he's bored in the middle of an NBA season, and yeah. I need to I don't know man we got to throw the log on the fire to get something going. What? You're about yeah. to go for the your third straight championship. <laughs> you play with Mike Jordan and Pippen every single day, and you're bored? Like, he was just a different guy. How about the clip of him walking out of the stadium, drinking another Miller Lite, and getting right... Look, stepping to the side to finish his Miller Lite to jump so, he could, so then he could then jump on his motorcycle. Yeah, get, get, then hop on his bike. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. this is just like... Couldn't could, could, could could happen nowadays. And it was all good. Like, but the best thing is that nobody blinked. Like, no flinching. No, it's whatever. Like, everybody's like, "Yeah, this is normal. This is standard behavior. This is this is protocol." He's good. Don't <laughs> yeah, worry about it. It's all good. This, this is Dennis being Dennis. Yeah, of course. Yeah, for when he when he I, said I, I'm bored, I I just started laughing. I was like, yeah, I thought different. it was great. I thought it was great, man. But the dude brought it, and I think Mike and, and like you know what, Mike respected him. Obviously, you like Mike respected the work. I think Mike respected the knowledge. Mike respected the basketball ability, so obviously he was doing something right because clearly Jordan was a hard dude to impress, and Jordan obviously fucked with this guy. I mean, he he said, "Hey, this guy needs to go to Vegas." And the best part was Jordan's being like, "You're not going to see this dude in 48 hours. You can forget about him <laughs> yeah, coming back in two days. Forget about it. Yeah, forget you about it. You can scratch like, that. Yeah, like, just scratch come on, that. stop. This stop. dude has no incentive to be back in 48 hours 48 at hours. all. 
Yeah. Come on, Doc. Just, like, hey, hopefully we got nothing to do for the next seven days. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go get his ass. Like, <laughs> and then, it, like, yeah. It just shows you, too, how much Phil Jackson was locked in with the boys, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it, it helps that this was all earlier in the season, too. Well, and they're all veteran. You're talking about three veteran players, too, between Scotty not showing up to work, Mike being Mike, and Dennis going to Vegas. Like, And they're also just three veteran players. Like, when else have you had three, you know, 34, 35-year-old superstars on a team lead them to a championship, too? I think it's just an unprecedented situation, you know? Right. Um, yeah, as far as just, like, that stature in the league, like – I've, and like I think that's another thing that stuck out to me, like the whole the whole Mike situation in this episode. Like you know, obviously we'll probably get into that, but like clearly this dude was moving at a different pace. Like the whole scene with him sitting around his security guard and like the, what do you call them, the Sniff Brothers? You call them the Sniff Brothers, yeah. The Sniff Brothers. <laughs> like he like could you like he was just not like I don't know, man. Like it just seemed like he was like a fifty year old businessman that just happened to play basketball. You know what I mean? Like. He was just moving in a different way. Well, at that point, he's just so insulated. Well, he's just so massive at that point. And, like, yeah, exactly. He yeah, has five rings. Logo. He's going for six. Yeah, his shoes are yeah. people are are killing other people to get his sneakers. He's not a like, regular. He's just person. not a regular guy. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> like, he's the most popular he, person in the world. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's just sniff. He had a whole security detail popping off at like eight dudes. It's just different, different. So they sniff his jockstrap. And also okay. in this episode, they broke down. They so they, they kind of went from Jordan or from Rodman, excuse me, to just kind of that grind through Detroit and yeah. getting to L.A. and finally getting that uh, that championship. I think it's interesting that people. Obviously, it's a big discussion on NBA Twitter and just in basketball legacy conversations is it was the bull like the bulls and the 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 bad boy pistons in that the late 80s basketball was a lot more rough than it is now and it, they used to beat each other up and there's like this a, a lot of people younger people whoever just were like are are on this jordan played against plumbers um it wasn't that physical it's not as physical as it used to be. Blah. blah. I mean, it's not as, as it's not as physical as people hype it up to be. But for me, it's like, yo, these guys on the Pistons that played and knew the Jordan rules and were being coached by Chuck Daly are telling you that, yo, we were trying to kill this guy. Yeah. We we fucked him up all the time. He couldn't leave. He what the, the instruction was to not let him take flight. Like these are this is coming from the horse's mouth. They're telling you that we used to try to bury this guy. So like, what else? More, like, what more do you need? And then that style is absolutely not happening nowadays. People are absolutely not saying that at all, even thinking that. And they're sitting here telling you that. Like, no, it, it's 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 there's there, you can't argue. It's, it's one of those things you can't argue. What do we always say? watch the film? The film from back watch then the is film. completely different than the film from right now. We're not saying, like, one era is better. It's not saying, like, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? I, I get the young dudes feel like they always have to defend themselves and because, you know, like, whatever. But it's, we're not attacking this era and saying that one's better or whatever it might be. But the fact of the matter is it's a more physical era. It's the same thing with football. 
What did we just talk about a few weeks ago? Who's my man with all the fun? Rodney Harrison? Rodney Harrison couldn't play in 2020. He wouldn't be allowed. <laughs> you, you are not allowed saying? to play. <laughs> he, he, he wouldn't be allowed in the building. He wouldn't be allowed to, to spectate, let alone play. So, like, it's just the way it is. It's a completely different era. These dudes are playing a different brand of basketball. They were physically trying to hurt him. They didn't want him to make it to the next game. It's not like, oh, we're going to give him a hard foul. It's like, no, we're going to, like, if he jumps, we're knocking him down and we want him on his ass. So it's a, it's a completely different thing. It's a different era. Like, I don't, I don't want to hear that. Like, it, it was a tougher game. 100%. Not saying it was better. It was just a tougher game. Like, it was, it was anything goes. What did you take from that um that Doug Collins era? D- that was a those were fun clips. Uh, that- I, I call him Doug the Enabler. <laughs> That's what I took from it, the Enabler. Doug, and he didn't want to. He didn't want to. He he didn't want to come out and say, "You know, I played a style that allowed Michael to do what he did well, and he allowed me to coach." It's like, no, nah, you let Michael do whatever the fuck he wanted to do, <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that way you got no smoke. <laughs> That's all that was. You know like, what's it, yeah. You know what's like, dope about that <laughs> that that period though is it was a little. Mike got to have a. It was before the 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 pressure really, really, really started to get ratcheted up. So uh, it, yeah. it was kind of like a perfect fit. Like okay. Um, Mike is back healthy coming off the foot. He can now just get the ball in his hands and go crazy with it. And, yeah, they were playing Detroit, but shit didn't start getting serious, serious till the late 80s, like when, when Phil's first year, second year, came around. Um, that was when it the, was he, necessary. He, it was necessary. They had to beat P- the, it, the Pistons. It, well, and, and that era for Mike, though, if you think about his whole personality and someone with the ego that big, right? It, that era was necessary. He had right. to have that era where he's averaging 40 points a game. He had to have all that, but at the same time, he had to lose, right? So at that same time, it's like, yo, you can do all this, and which career do you want? We fed your ego. We've shown you that if you want to go out, you are by far the best player in the league, but when you play this way, we don't win. But now, when Phil comes in, Phil's able to say, hey, man, you can get, instead of getting 40, you can get 34, and we can get the W, and it makes it that much easier for Phil. So I think Mike needed that era. Obviously, Doug Collins enabled him, but you weren't going to win a championship that way. Yeah, Because he was never going to hold him it. accountable. It's he was good, never going to hold him accountable. Right. It's a good way to put it. But, like, hey, this is he was showing him that, yo, you could go out there and do whatever you want. Do whatever you want, and obviously kill everybody. You're the best player on the planet, but. That's not 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 it, that isn't necessarily going to translate into championships, and you can see that by you. You can't take every shot in every situation and not trust your teammates. I if thought pass is open, kick it out. You know yeah, what I mean? And I thought yeah. I thought one of the coolest scenes in episode three or four was when they did that over the top view of the triangle in work. And they they outlined the triangle and white lines and yellow lines. That was sick. That yeah. was sick, right? Well, because the triangle is such a hard thing to understand, and that like even still, it's still confusing. But that put it in perspective because I've never been able to understand. Like I've always heard it described by words. I've never seen like an overhead diagram of the triangle. Right. That was but, like the movement that was, was crazy. The movement was yeah. crazy. It was yeah. uh yeah. That was really really cool to see over the and top. He said there's 33 different options from it. Like that 33 yeah. different options. 33 yeah. different passes here. Yeah. yeah like, right, that text. shit is crazy. Yeah. It's like <laughs> big old text winner ass. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, Doug the enabler, huh? 
Doug the Enabler. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Scott even said it too. Scott was like, yeah, he let Mike do whatever he wanted. Yeah, essentially, he just let Mike do whatever. Yeah, Mike do whatever he wanted, and, to, which was fine. Yeah, he needed it, man. He needed it. This new system, some other people are going to touch the ball. And then that's yeah. when they started talking about Mike, you know, Pippen getting going into his own and the point forward type thing. Shout out Tex Winner, by the way. Rest in I peace. thought, yeah, hundred percent. Shout out Tex Winner, completely underrated. And oh my I mean, god, across well, the board, he's probably the most underrated person in basketball history. Well, and, and the crazy shit is, like Jerry was insistent upon, you know, bringing him. To, it's it, it's it's this documentary is for me is like for every five good things that Jerry Krause does, and then at the end, it's like, oh no, let me undermine the entire thing on this road trip to Utah. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> right. oh, he brought, right. you know what I'm saying? He brought in Phil. He made sure they brought Tex to the forefront. He made sure Phil and Tex were doing their thing behind the background. So, he, you know, when he hired, when he brought Phil full time for the head coaching job, he had Tex in the fold. It's like all that is great shit that 100% mattered that, you know, got got them where they are. But Yeah, and like some people might have tried to make Tex the head coach and Krause knew that that wasn't his, that nah, wasn't his he role. He knew that wasn't it. Yeah. Uh, he's, he was called the most brilliant basketball mind he's ever been around. But he knew he wasn't a head, a head coach. coach. Just not, doesn't have the material. Can't manage the Eagles, whatever it might be. But he put that in place. But then as soon as you're feeling okay about him, they show you what he did in Utah in 98. It's like, yeah, I mean, like that, that, that fucking interview, like, are you, are you kidding me? He's just trying to make a splash, bro. He needed to be yeah. recognized. You know, one of the one of the things about attention is when you're craving it like a guy like Krauss was, positive or negative doesn't matter. Just no. give it to me. You feel me? Yep. Like, if it's positive, great. If it's negative, I don't care. I just need the attention. I need it. Yep. I need the recognition. So I need. That I was, need to be. A, I need to be a topic of conversation. <laughs> exactly. Hundred percent. No matter yep. what. I don't care if it's positive or negative. I just need it. Like how dare they talk about the Bulls and not talk about me? Yeah. Hundred percent. What was your favorite <clears throat> leading up to you know that Detroit series and? beating those guys and then obviously getting to to LA and winning the first championship. First off, and by the way, I didn't realize Isaiah and Detroit swept uh their first championship. I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, I didn't know that. that. I didn't know that either. I was like, yeah. wow, that's that was impressive as fuck. <laughs> I was like, okay, like they they came out and swept them out. That's crazy. Um what was your favorite part about, you know, that that whole transition leading up? Was it the shot on Elo? Um, and yo, I didn't, and speaking of, actually, let, let's touch on that. Let, let's talk about the shot on Elo and that series against, um, the Cavs. I didn't, yeah. I, I never knew that, uh, Jordan missed a free throw the game before. Um, they highlighted that, that could have sealed the game. He missed a free throw the game before. So then yep. they have to go back to uh, Cleveland and maybe that shot on Elo doesn't even happen if he ices the free throw the game before. I didn't know that. What, what what was your favorite part about the the, the I guess that Cavs or, or just that portion of the episode where they bring in Ron Harper? Uh, that was my favorite oh, part. Okay, go ahead. Bringing in Ron Harper because players never forget. <laughs> Ron is still hot over that. <laughs> like, he's still he's still very clearly hot over that. Listen, man, my, my, my shout out Ron Harper first of all, and no disrespect. You know how you know he's hot over that because Ron made sure he got that out. Very clearly for everybody to understand. Said, yeah, that all right, motherfucker. Because you ever heard Ron Harper talk? He has a very bad stutter, right? Like, um, 
I don't know if you knew that, but yeah, 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 Ron yeah. Artest like a very bad stunner. He doesn't but, talk much. He uh, does not talk much, but he made sure you understood loud and clear that was some bullshit. I thought that was dope. Because obviously they're saving Harper for later episodes for when he's on the Bulls, but I thought it was dope how they brought him back for that and had him say like, "Yo, that was bullshit." How the hell is Craig Elo guarding this man? I'm Ron fucking Harper. Hey, and just this to be clear, he <laughs> he would have hit it on Ron ass too. Yeah, he would have. Ron, Ron, Ron should be happy he didn't he didn't have to pick that up. Right, because Jordan over Elo <laughs> is, is a classic yeah, line. Jordan over yeah, <laughs> Michael off the foul line shot on Elo. That should easily yep. could have been shot on Harper. Uh, Harper. You feel me? Yeah, I thought that was great how they did that, though. I, I also think it's very... It's great how Mike has lowered the wall, and he's being completely honest. He's like, yo, Ron would have been a better... He, Ron gave me a little more trouble than... than yeah. Ron gave me a little trouble. Like He would never say that back in the day, right? But he's like, yo, listen, they made a mistake because they put Elo on me Harper had given me some. Harper gave me a lot more trouble than Elo. You know what though? I think he could also be ribbing. Harper's his guy. Like, oh, so now it's past the fact he's he like, might be yeah. ribbing Harper. Yeah, he might be ribbing. Like, yeah, yeah. But she was all me, motherfucker. I know, I know, I know. Ron will watch this. I know Ron will get mad about this. So let me make sure I point out again to Ron's ass that he wasn't guarding me. You know what I mean? Like, come on, that's Mike, man. These dudes are always talking shit. That's They're that's to this shit. day one of my favorite MJ moments. To to kind of well, dude, they're down a point. It's a it's a winner go home. You either hit that jump shot and go to the next round, or you miss it and go home. Right. So for him to go up, double pump, bang it. That was one of my. That's still one of my favorite Jordan jump shots in the plethora of highlights uh, from him. And that's against his uh, college teammate Brad Doherty, right? Doherty's a Carolina Carolina guy, right? Yeah, he was on that Cavs team, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hey, yeah, for sure. He's a NASCAR guy now. <laughs> yeah, he's a big time NASCAR. Yeah, Doing it's, like NASCAR pre seven pre race post race walk around doing NASCAR. Yeah. Shout <laughs> out to him, man. He's got money. He can do every once. <laughs> hey, what um? So we know all about the bad boy Pistons and what they did and the Jordan rules and all that stuff. What was your take on? Them walking off the floor and not shaking hands. What? What did did it rub you the wrong way? Do you are you like nah, who gives I, a I fuck? I mean, Isaiah Thomas is a bitch. You can tell Jordan still feels like he's a bitch. Like the whole time I was watching, I said to my girls, like, watch whatever he hates Isaiah. Oh, he he's hates Isaiah. Isaiah. He hates him to this day. Oh my Remember god, he hates he Isaiah. Camera, he goes, he goes. It doesn't matter what you show me right now. I already know what Isaiah's on. You know what I mean? I pretty much already know what the fuck is Isaiah's gonna be on. I don't need to watch this. Like. Yeah. Cause he's a bitch. Like he doesn't fuck with them at all. Um, I thought it was it was classic Isaiah. Isaiah's a bitch, dude. Like do you. It's, so it's, yeah. well, for Lambeer. Well, what if? So do you think I? So uh, the way Isaiah told it was Lambeer came to everybody like, yo, we're just walking off. Like we're walking off. We're not shaking hands with these guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, you think Isaiah should have been like, nah, nah, they showed us respect last year, let's slow it up, or do you just got to rock with your teammate and walk off? Isaiah was the leader of that team. And that doesn't ha- – I mean, Lambeer, I understand, and I've watched a lot of stuff on that, and Lambeer takes full, like, responsibility for that, but Isaiah Thomas is the leader of that team. And if they, if he wanted to shake hands, they would have shook hands. Yo, Mike did it two years in a row. Yeah. It was the end of the series. Like, hey man, good job. You're the two time champions. Like right. no, that was that Some was whole shit. 
That was Isaiah's bitterness towards Mike. Isaiah didn't like that Mike was winning in his city and, and Mike was, was seen as the man in Chicago and right. not Isaiah. Isaiah never got that love. Facts. Isaiah wasn't getting that love. Still does. I mean, he does, but not like no, that. No, he's not you like I mean? that. No. Not like that. Not for being a Chicago Zeke doesn't kid. get that love like Zeke, that. Zeke didn't never got the D-Rose type treatment. Like, he never got it. You yeah. know what I mean? Because of those battles with the Bulls. So, of course, he didn't fuck with Mike. That's why I say he, he you know what I mean? He's, yeah. That's, that's what Zeke's on. Hey, and just so we're clear, so, Isaiah was a bad man. Absolutely. <laughs> Isaiah absolutely. Thomas was 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 a killer, bro. Go People watch forget, that yeah. film. Especially but, as a small guard. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas is, 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 yeah, for sure. Yeah, Isaiah was that guy. A monster. Yo, and uh, another thing. So so to, to close that, they were bitterness. That's I, I, I didn't appreciate that. Yeah. Because... At the end of the day, no matter what happened, y- well, wait, so, cause, so let me get this straight. Y'all going to beat Mike up for two straight years, and at the end of the series, he doesn't bat an eye and, sh- and dap y'all and says good luck? He does that two years in a row after all the, uh, after all the physical contact and, and going back and forth with him? Then the first year he gets y'all, y'all walk off? That shit's lame, man. That's corny. That's cornball. It's super corny. That's yeah. cornball activities, that's, bro. That's Zeke. I think that that all 100% is driven by Isaiah Thomas, man. Like, I really do. Yeah, and, and uh, let like, me... Like, it's no coincidence that everybody has a problem with this man. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, he... Dude, <laughs> he, just, he just, you know what I mean? Like, everybody, him and, him and Magic had to have a televised, you know what I mean, like, reunion. Who has a problem with Magic Johnson? I like, wonder, if, you Earth. think they're going to touch on that dream team? Oh, well, they're going to touch on the dream team in the next episode. Yeah, but for sure. They're going to talk about the Isaiah freeze out and how he, how Jordan essentially was like, yo, listen, you can't put Buddy on the 92 team. I'm not I'm not really rocking with him like that. You know that story, I don't story, know. Yeah? Well, no, it was, a, yeah, well, it was the, Jordan, the Jordan freeze out, which was led by Bird and, and Isaiah, and then Jordan then froze him out of the dream right. team. Right, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much they'll touch on that because why go back? Because why go back to Isaiah? It's not a. It's not a. And, that, and that's one of the things that. So like, and, and I and I kind of want to touch on that. On this, on, we'll go on a quick like tangent on this. One of the things I'm having with this documentary is like, yo, you really could have done this in like two documentaries. Um, here's why, and I understand why they're doing it this way because a lot of people like they have to give the backstory, then give the '98 shit. For me, I almost feel like you could take all this rare ass footage and make it its own thing and and put it out after you put out like some bulls type documentary. You see what I'm kind of getting at? You you feel like, like they shouldn't be so jumping back deep. and forth? Yeah, I feel like I'm looking at us and we're already four episodes through and I'm like, man, like you got to cover everything else in six episodes because if you're giving a full history and we're only on championship one right now and you're giving backstories and you're giving your crucial players and all that, like, yeah, I feel like this could probably be like 25 episodes. Like, I'm already there. Like, I really feel like if you're doing it this way, like, 25 episodes might be where you need to go. <laughs> 25 <episodes. laughs> Just the number. <laughs> A 25-hour doc. 25-hour doc. I need, I, need, hey, I need to be able to sit there for an entire day and not be done. <laughs> like I need the whole twenty four hour period. I need to. But no, not maybe day. not twenty five hours. But mean, I feel like th- there's so much you could do because you could touch on that dream team shit. You could touch on what all that meant. But I don't know if you will. I really don't know if you will at this point. So I mean, we'll I think. But I think at the end of the day, they're gonna. If you want to learn about the, I think, 
even though it's called The Last Dance, years, decades from now, if you want to know about the dynasty of the Bulls, the whole thing, you'll be able to watch this and get the in-depth stuff to how it closed out. I think that's that's this is this is just the one-stop shop for how everything came to be. And they'll probably never focus on another opposing team like they did on the Pistons. So I guess they're probably not going to give you a full landscape of the entire league. The reason that they focus so much on the the Pistons is um, obviously because that was the hump that they needed to get over, right? Like I don't think they're going to give you thirty minutes on the '93 Suns. I get or anything no, like that. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a good point yeah. too. Yeah, they're they're so. going to well, and they're especially going to gloss over Portland. They might not even talk about Portland. Yeah. Shout out Clyde Drexler. They're gonna but, yeah, like, they're going to be like, yeah. Then they pick, <laughs> then they picked up number two. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they beat them. You know what I mean. And uh, yeah. Then they went back to back. Then they 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 played a tough Suns team, and then they might get into that because of the like the. Yep. Then after and they'll probably gloss over GP and Sean Kemp. Yeah, because they because that well th- that was seventy two and ten, so maybe not gloss, but maybe. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I I know what you mean for sure. They, yep. I mean th- this when this ends, there's. No matter what, you're gonna feel like, man. I wish they they would have added this or put this in or whatever. That's what I'm saying. You might have to give me like a '90s, uh, '90s NBA 30 for 30. Yes, yeah, man. I wish we were older. Yeah, but I guess we got to see enough of it. The the, the back yeah, three sure. championships, we got to see enough. Um, Absolutely. I'm gonna go through some of the things I wrote in my notes. Let me let me let me be very clear on this. You know, I'm a fashion guy and I love all this. All the old NBA jerseys and all the old NBA warmups are ten times better than what we have today. A hundred times. You could go. You could. You could give me every single team in the NBA. Their old jerseys are better than the new ones. Yep. The Bulls haven't changed for the most part. Nope. So they the the, the Celtics same jerseys, Knicks same jerseys, um, the Lakers same jerseys, right? But like the Pistons. Dog, forget why would about you it. Ever, why would you ever? Why leave would those you ever change those? Those are those were sensational. Those warm ups are killer. Um, Philly, Philly, come on. Uh, those, those old school Philly jerseys. Are, those are, old school are, Philly are jerseys crucial. are crucial. The uh, the Cavs jerseys with the yeah. ball going through the the net for the V, uh, like yo, with the the white, blue, and like orange the trim. Old, the old school Suns joints. Come on, dog. The like, purple all Suns of them. joints. Go back what? to every single. <laughs> Stop playing. 100%, bro. Every, <laughs> the old school Utah Jazz joints? Like the what? old Utah joints? Killer, Why would you bro. get rid of that? Yeah, the, the old school Charlotte Hornets joints? Stop playing. The LJ Grandmama joints? Like, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah there's, they're just, there's so many. There's so many. Like, the jerseys are so much. Well, Portland kind of went back to their old school shit, right? Yeah, kind of. I guess yeah, they a did. Bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, nah, I, I 100% agree. Oh Those jerseys God, are 10 dude. times harder. The old Pacers jerseys are were sick, and I hated San them. San Antonio hasn't changed their shit no, either. No, San Antonio yeah. hasn't changed. Um, but like Charlotte chain, like why would you ever change those the, Hornets jerseys? Those like, purple pinstripes bro, are so tough. Like, <laughs> come on, the purple pinstripes are crazy. Come on, yeah. son. Yeah, like, all, go, all, all, jerseys, all the old jerseys are hard. You, you can't touch them. Yeah, the, the old yeah man. That that was one thing. Every every clip they showed, I'm looking at all. I'm like, all this old shit. The so Hawks. Much, so the much Hawks. the Hawks shit. The yo the old the Nuggets jerseys. <laughs> yeah, the the old old, everything, joint. bro. The old yeah. Heat jerseys. They're just the Magic jerseys. They're way better. 
Yep. Like from top to bottom. I don't know if we're just 80s babies and that's how we're seeing it, but man, from top to bottom, all the old stuff. That was one thing I noticed. Another thing I wrote down here in my notes. How the fuck does Bill Cartwright look younger now than he did when he was playing ball? Yeah, that was crazy. I saw that too. <laughs> I said, wait, 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 wait. His head has gotten smaller as he's gotten older. Yeah, Usually that doesn't happen. Bill Cartwright looked great. <laughs> yeah. Like, this this dude looks way – he looks younger than he did when he was playing ball. That was – I thought that was hilarious. They sh- I'm like, when did they take this interview? Like, Buddy looks dumb young. Um, What else do I have in here? And then I had – I didn't realize the Pistons swept the Lakers in the 89 finals. I wanted to look up the stats on that. But uh, anything else you wrote down that just jumped out at you? No, I've kind of worked it all in there. My biggest shit was, again, like, who was going to ask for the vacation in 2020? Um, The Krause comments. I mean, I I don't think we can understate, like, could you imagine a GM making those comments in the middle of a season right now? No. Like, hey, I don't care if the best player – I don't care if Steph Curry wants to come back next year. Steve Kerr is not going to be the coach. It's just not happening. You know what I mean? Like, you could never picture that shit happening. Um, So, obviously, they left us hanging with that one. So, I'm excited to see where they go with that one. I already asked you if you had issues with the the amount of backtracking feeling like you could split it up. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm just excited, man. I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I just looked up this. I think they've kind of covered a lot of backstory, and I feel like they're going to accelerate the backstory shit. Yeah, and then kind of just get into the thick of how. Well, I think I, it's, yeah, I want to see this I think footage, it kinda, the footage. Is dope. Well, this is All the, the thing, right? I also think it kind of helps like the beginning of the season. It's like once once we get so now that we got Scotty back in the fold, now that uh, Rodman's back from vacation, <laughs> yeah. we'll we'll now get into the <laughs> Rodman's back from vacation. Pippen's healthy. Um, now we're gonna kind of get into the the thick of just the end of the ninety eight season. I just yeah. looked up this 89 finals. Finals MVP Joe Dumars went for 27 a game, 27 uh, and 6. Dumars is going to be one of those players who's going to be forgotten like the further we travel down time, but Joe Dumars was a, was a monster. Come on, dog. Yeah. Finals MVP? A monster. 27 a clip? Yeah. <laughs> Big monster. Come on, yeah. dog. How about, did you see that stat that they showed? Um, Yo, listen to the, hey, field goal, hey. 38 of 66 from the field in the series. Yeah, that's great. 58%. 68%, 58% yeah. from the floor. That's ridiculous. Well, did you see that Rodman show? They said that Rodman, I think it was eight games he had with no points and 20 rebounds. And they asked who was the next highest player to ever do it. Do you know what? Did you get the question? The answer? Uh-uh, no. I didn't right, even so see it. I missed it. it Rodman the- had like eight games with no points and 20 rebounds. They said, who's the next highest? Who would you guess? Would have 20 rebounds and no points more than once. 20, I'll tell you, this guy only did it twice. 20 rebounds. A zero and 20. <laughs> and no points. Yeah, I said Reggie Evans, but that wasn't it. Shut up, Reggie. <laughs> That's Evans. a good one, actually. That's a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie just getting it, dishing it, kicking boards, it out. like crazy. <laughs> um, wow. I don't know. Who is it? Uh, so it's a player we've talked about. Oh, it's a player we've talked about before. It's a player you've talked about before. Um, he's a former number. Was he number one over? He's a number one and number oh, two. Marcus Canby, Marcus Canby, Marcus, Marcus Canby. Yeah, yeah, Marcus Canby did it twice. Marcus Canby, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, Marcus Canby. I, 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 
I didn't think to say Marcus because I thought he would at least get a few couple buckets. I thought he'd get a couple buckets too. <laughs> like, oh, uh, 0-20 is tough. Yeah, that's tough to like, do. You're engaged, but you're not like trying to get any buckets. If you go, <laughs> if you go zero points and twenty boards, that means you passed up a couple putbacks, hundred percent. A few, a few, few putbacks. Yeah, a few. You passed what? up about four or five points, six yeah. points, easy. No, you made it. You made a choice not to score that night. Absolutely. Yeah. Joe Dumar, that's a good point, man. People will forget about Joe Dumar's finals MVP, two titles. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Second best player on a finals team. Uh, wasn't he know. and wasn't he the GM of and or the president of Appalachians? Forever. Yeah, he was no, the no, G- he was the GM when they won. Yeah. Yeah, he was the GM for like fifteen years. He was the GM when they won. Shout out Joe Dumar. Lifelong Pistons, man. Yeah. Shout out shout out Joe Dumars for sure. Shout out Joe Dumars. Um to close out. Well, I got a question for you. Yeah, yeah. What are you most looking for going forward? Like, what is your storyline that you really want to see covered? For the for the 98 season and as a whole, or? No, the whole thing. Like, if you were selfish and you said, man, I really want to see them going, to, going deep on this. Man, I... I really want to hear from... Like Carl Malone, I want to hear from Barkley. I want to hear from the guys. I want to hear. I want to hear from the competition, and I want to hear like really how they felt. Like I want to hear from Reggie Miller. Like there's so many. (laughs) There's so many guys that he denied a title. Yeah. And just like Jordan was trying to beat Detroit, so many teams were trying to beat Mike, and they couldn't do it. Utah couldn't do it. Reggie in the Pist- or in the Pacers couldn't do it. Patrick Ewing. The Knicks and no Patrick Ewing. No one more Ewing. than the Knicks. The Knicks might have had four titles. Right. Couldn't do it. Right? So that, those are the guys I want to hear from. I want to hear from Ewing, Reggie, Starks, all those guys. That's who I want to hear from. So if, if I had to be selfish and get a deep dive, give me some real raw conversations with John Stockton. Bring those Carl Malone, guys bring those other guys. But like, guys no in. fluff, no like, oh, Michael's great. Right, like, you I, w- I want to like, get the real takes. Like, let yo, me fuck this guy. Yo, let me hear from uh, let me hear from Byron Russell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I would want to hear. Like, right. give me the real takes. And I love this this aspect they've brought in with showing the guys the clips, like as they're recording them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Pull hey, yo, Pip, here is uh. You know, Michael talking about whatever, or Mike. Here's yeah, Isaiah yeah. talking Mike, about. Here's whatever. Isaiah. Here, Dennis. Here's Michael talking about you. Right. I think yeah. that's genius because you have no. You 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 have to get a genuine response, right? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't, you don't know what clip you're about to watch, and you watch that, and then they ask you a question about it. Well, yeah, you got no time to bullshit. Right. Yeah, you got no time yeah. to make up. Like some Jordan, with the, the, that Jordan response to Isaiah was was all you needed to know. He's like, I don't even need to listen to this man Bro, talk. Don't even, to know it's gonna be some bullshit. Yo, all, it's gonna be some bullshit. Yeah. You could tell he didn't even want to take the phone. Like, yeah, I don't even want to watch this bullshit. I don't want to watch this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. like, get this out of here. I already like, know. Look, top top off my scotch, man. Right. Let's keep it. Movement. Come on, man. When, are we still <laughs> in 89? Yeah, what's when up do with I, this? When do I win the title, this bro? Guy. This guy's not relevant anymore. Hey, man, when do man, I win period. the championship, dog? Yeah. Hurry up to that yeah. part. That's how I say how many NBA teams he owns. <laughs> <laughs> Clown. <laughs> my, um, 
What was since you were uh you were talking about the uh the behind the scenes footage, what was some of your what was your favorite clip? Was it Jordan pulling out of the, the O'Hare lot in the nine eleven, white nine eleven, hopping off the plane after they beat Detroit? Was it, it was the Sniff it was the Sniff Brothers. It was the Sniff Brothers. That was your favorite clip, huh? Because it just showed how he moved. Like I, I think like his his whole like persona of being larger than life is so interesting to me. Like I've always been like with anything I'm always fascinated by people who like are larger than life. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. use that, and that's where like the MJ and LeBron comparison stopped for me. Like LeBron is moving in like a crazy way, but he's not moving like that. Like this man See, had his own I, little room in the locker room. I think, oh, I, think I disagree yeah. with you there. I he think moving like that. I think LeBron Le- wants to be one of the guys though. LeBron's going out to lunch with his teammates and having a good time and knows the 13th man's name and all that shit. Mike was so insulated at that point in time. Michael Jordan was the most popular person on the planet. I think it was funny that he was sitting there in the room like he was by himself. Like he was just like watching the news. No one's talking really. And there's just like five guys standing around. Yeah, exactly. In a a little last room. Being by himself. Yo, (laughs) that was Mike being by himself. Not. And it was I thought it was kind of funny that the guys like weren't standing outside the room. Um like guarding the door like they were just kind of standing around him in there i mean they might have been having a conversation we don't know but you know what i mean that's that's kind of the vibe it gave off like all right mike whenever you're ready to move we're ready to move type thing right um but i to go back to what i was saying i think lebron's definitely larger to life especially to the younger guys than us without question no he has an aura yeah like but not at mike level i'm talking about I just feel like Mike was moving at a different level at that point in time. Like, I just feel like he, he, he's just moving. Like, LeBron is larger than life in that world, but Mike was of a different world. Different. You know what I mean? Like, Mike, yeah, Mike was a, Mike is like, I'm the most famous person on the planet. Like, and I feel like the planet was smaller back then, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, when you were were as famous as Michael Jordan was back then, you were way more famous than anybody could be as famous as they are now. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like fame was just, it was way more untouchable. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Like Mike, Mike, you couldn't relate like Michael Jordan to this day. Well, like to I this day, bro, like just, if Michael Jordan walked into a room, you would be fucking starstruck. Oh, without question. And you've been around plenty of people. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I wouldn't be starstruck by too many people like Obama and Jordan. I told you the you story I mean? about me meeting Jordan <laughs> when I was little, right? Yeah. No, nah. I didn't. Maybe I don't know. Okay, sure. well, I'll make it quick. Long story short, when Mike was doing his comeback tour in '98 <laughs> before he got with the Wizards, he was running like an open gym at uh, I can't remember what the gym is called now, but it was down on like in like West Loop, not too far from the United Center. He was doing like a comeback tour. People were out there working out. Penny Hardaway, Antoine Walker, Michael Finley, whatever, whatever. And um, one of my dad's boys was cool with Mike. So I got access to this gym, and um, my guy, my dad's guy was like, yo, Mike should be here in about 10 or 15 minutes. Just hang tight. Wait here. When he comes in, I'll introduce you. I'm like, all right, bet. Uh, this is this is what? Easy. In like 2000, probably, 90, yeah. 99. So I'm like yeah. 11 years old, 12 years old maybe. Mike, I, well, you, you know those double doors? Glass doors where there's like an entry point and there's like a little like I don't know, you call it a, a foyer and then there's another yeah, entry yeah, point. 
Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I'm in the middle of the entry point. <clears throat> so I see Mike walking up to the front doors, and I'm like, oh, fuck, like, that's Mike. He comes in the first door. My dad's boy goes up to him, says what's up to him. They dap up. He's like, yo, Mike, I want you to meet uh one of my, you know, one of my buddy's sons. He's a big fan type thing. And his name is Sean. Mike's like, yo, Mike looks at me. He's like, Sean, what's up? And he puts his hand out. So I put my hand out. And like when I shook his hand, all I could see was highlights. I was seeing like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm seeing like dunk contests. I'm seeing him holding the trophy, him hitting Michael over Elo, like everything, right? And he said, hey, how you doing? Or he said something to that effect. And I just was like looking in his eyes, holding his hand, and didn't say a word. And he was like, all right, nice to meet you. Let my hand go, and he walked off. And I just kind of stood there. I couldn't say a word, didn't say a word to him. It just starstruck. Just like completely starstruck. So, yeah, I mean, I hear what you're saying. And... It was a little different back then because there wasn't, you know, social media. The all like all that's that. what I'm saying. Like it yeah, was you're, you're, the your fans were a little so more different. untouchable. Like they were Way so more untouchable. they were yeah. more removed. Yeah, a hundred percent. But Wait, yeah. can I give you can I, can I give you another uh, yeah, another course. one of my favorite clips from this episode yeah. I completely forgot about the uh, the Rodman and Joey Crawford clip when uh, he he's telling them, like, yo, he hit me down low. Yeah, they do this, they do that. And, and Joe's was like, yeah, I see that sometimes, I see this sometimes. Like, I see everything you do, though. Yeah, he's like, I didn't see that. It's just classic Joey Crawford yeah, has always been a dick. But I see yeah, you, like, though. Yeah, I see you, though. And like, Dennis and just walked off. Yeah, maybe he was trying to be funny, but Dennis is obviously like, you're a dick. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, you're not yeah. fucking, you fucking Yeah, fuck you, you're, you're a clown. <laughs> Remember when Joey Crawford gave Tim Duncan, he ejected him from the bench? Come on, dog, that's the, the... <laughs> He never should have been a. He should have been suspended for the rest of the season after that. For the whole, yeah, he should have been suspended the whole year for that. If, for, if for you life are, for that. If you are that sensitive, you have no business being an NBA official. To Tim Duncan of all people, yeah, like come Duncan, on, Duncan, come on, stop. man, Duncan, Duncan's not Duncan was just laughing at him. Yeah. Um, can't eject the robot. Can't. Just not for no bullshit like that. Anyway. Yeah. I, dude, if crazy. you had to guess, how many times has Duncan been ejected? Five. Yeah. Like maybe. So, yeah, no. You know what, though? I forget who was giving an interview. They said that Duncan's a low-key shit talker. But, like, can... it was, like, real practical shit talking. Yeah, like, I'm going Like, Duncan would be like, nice try. <laughs> I forget who was there interviewing. Like, yeah, Tim would do that prank. i just like, nice try. Jump I'm, higher. Like, <laughs> I'm going I'm going off glass. glass. Left, right, glass. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite clip was um just to see how happy they were when they beat Detroit. Like that behind yeah. the scenes footage on the plane, even Jerry Look Krause like won the championship, Jerry yeah, Krause. Even Jerry Krause dancing, um, them getting back to the airport, waving at people, Mike Mike uh Mike hopping off the uh the plane, hopping in the Porsche nine eleven turbo, all white yeah. with the MJ plates. All white MJJ. MJ Jeffrey yeah, Jordan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. To, to drive back to the crib. I thought that was dope too. And he was super loose driving the Porsche home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they oh, yeah. Off the plane. They've been partying on the whole time. Come yeah. on, dog. You already know, right? Yeah. So yeah, that was uh that was my favorite stuff. I think um I think this episode coming up with the with, with the the dream team and all that is going to be awesome. Yeah. The stories we're going to hear, we already know about the stories of you know Mike and them 
uh, him and Magic staying up all night playing cards. And and we know some of those stories, but I think we're going to get some commentary for, for this next episode. That's going to be crazy. I hope, they, I hope they give us a good dose of Magic. I think Magic's the best storyteller of all time. So Magic is a good part. storyteller, and Magic oh is, and Magic is was went through it all. Yo, if you ever listen, if you ever get a chance for anybody listening, like watch the clip of Magic talking about that game that they played in Monaco, um, that where it was like you know Magic Bird, Barkley, and all those dudes playing against each other, the pickup game. Oh, the pickup. Magic yeah. Magic describes it, but he like gives his impression of everything, and like it's the greatest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like a YouTube like you, interview or what? Oh, what is yeah, it? Yeah, so, yeah, well, it's a, it's from the Dream Team documentary, but they pulled it out and put it on YouTube. But the actual clip is from the Dream Team documentary. And he's talking about this highly competitive game that they had where pretty much it became like the passing of the torch between Magic and Michael, um, where Michael kind right. of established himself. But they had this crazy competitive game um, that was like a five-on-five. And Magic is talking about it. And he's saying like, yeah, first, you know, it was Charles versus Carl. Like, they're going at it. Boom, boom. He's like, then, you know, such as Clyde versus, uh, who do you say? Clyde versus somebody. There, Clyde versus Scotty. They're going at it. He's like, then it's me versus Michael. And, like, but the way he's telling it, it's like, yeah, I'll send you the clip. Yeah, send I'll send you the clip. clip and you put it up on Twitter so people can watch it because the shit is dope. Okay, word, well, yeah. It's they're going to yeah. talk a bunch about that in the next episode, I'm sure. So I'm stoked about that. And that's kind of, you know, when the NBA blew up worldwide type of thing. So. Oh, yeah. one last thing because it's on the fucking TV in front of me that I thought was dope. Yeah. Um, Dennis Rodman explaining rebounding. How? That was one of the coldest. Awesome. That explaining the angles. That was fucking ridiculous. See, like where I got to get my body, where it's yeah, going right to hit here. the rim, this where I got to go. Here. Boom, 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 boom. Like, yeah. He said, like, I used you to might just... think he's a wild ass dude, but that shit was scientific. Absolutely. And then when yeah. you see, uh, he said, um,. <clears throat> He used to get his boys to go to the gym just to shoot, and then I would just and react. <laughs> yeah, and just get And rebounds. I would just react, but, react, Yeah, you learn react. the angles. If yeah. it's going this way, it goes that way. If it's going this way, it's going that way. So I thought that was dope, too. Sorry, I mean, I just throw that in there. But Yo, yeah. and f- final thoughts. Carmen Electra is still bad. Yeah. Um, shout, I didn't out think, shout out Carmen Electra. <laughs> shout uh, out Carmen Electra. Shout out Dennis. Shout out Dennis. Dennis Madonna, Carmen Electra. It's like. <laughs> Light work. Slight work. <laughs> uh, shout out Craig Seger. Yeah. For uh, that clip of him giving Dennis a dub. The dub. Like saying this is for the fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. That was hilarious. Just um. Rest in peace, Craig Seger. Showing love. Yeah. Rest in peace, Craig Seger for sure. It is dope how many of these people are still around. Yeah. And it also shows you that being a broadcaster is literally the best job on earth. Like Bob <laughs> yeah. Costas. Costas, dude. Costas is low key underrated too. <laughs> It hasn't been around forever. <laughs> Frank Kaminsky tweeted, nothing like a good mid-season Vegas bender with Carmen Electra to get the mind right. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> nothing like a good old mid-season a, Vegas hey, bender with Carmen Electra to get your mind like, right. Yo, I, wish, I wish I could exist at that level. I could go to my boss and be like, man, I just need to go to Vegas for five days. No PTO. I'm just going. Yeah, this yeah, that's actually that's actually a great tweet. But yeah, man, we'll leave it there. It's dope episode next week. This is gonna be one of my favorites because that dream team whole situation in Barcelona is already ridiculous. We watched that documentary I just did like three weeks ago. Oh yeah? Yeah, I literally just rewatched it three weeks ago and it's awesome. All that. Man, all all the all the hoop stuff is the nineties hoop stuff is the best. 
But yeah, man, I hope I hear from Stockton as we get closer. I need to hear from Reggie, Stockton, Malone, all them boys. Clyde. Clyde. Dominique. Neek. <laughs> all them guys. But yeah, we'll leave it there, Admiral. man. The Admiral. We'll leave it there for uh, for Big Nick the Quick. I am your host, Sean Little. No catch up. Sports Talk via Chicago. The Last Dance episode recaps. Number three and four. Make sure you stay locked. No catch up. Sports Talk via Chicago. Let's go.